Yo, 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 what up, y'all? What's good? What is good? You are listening to the world famous Behind the Baller podcast coming to you in high definition stereo sound produced by none other than the world famous Dust Brothers. That's Miles Davis and my man Jordan Winter. Yeah, man, it is my favorite day of the week. By the way, I am your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble, a.k.a. the Korean John Cusack, a.k.a. the Wash Lord, a.k.a. Odesu. It's getting a little chilly here in L.A., and uh, today's episode is a little short. It's not short because I want it to be, but short because, again, the redirected energy. So, you know, as you listen to this little nice little lakey lake, soft, mellow beat... Let's get this motherfucking show started. So um, it is getting a little chilly out here. Uh, it's like mid 40s in the morning up in the hills. It's fucking, I ain't gonna lie to you, it's a little brisk. It's like, uh, it's just weird, man. It's, you know, I've lived a lot of life and I've lived in LA all my life. And to just have this motherfucker in the 80s a week or two ago is just weird. And by the way, I didn't even fucking know the time changed. I didn't even talk about it on Monday's episode because I didn't realize it because, you know, I don't really look, look at my watch like that and I have to always reset it. But I looked at the mini microwave in the man cave Then I realized that my, my Casio was off, but the phone was in. I was just like, yo, we gained an hour? Like, I was at London's golf practice yesterday and it was dark as fuck at 5.09 p.m. And I thought about that. I'm just like, man, everyone complaining about it. I didn't really think about it till I'm outside because I'm not really outside after like four o'clock. I'm just washed up like that. But it, it's fucked up. One, that it's getting colder. Two, that it's getting dark at 5 p.m. And I'm just like, you know, the time change thing, I get it, you know what I'm saying, the, the daylight savings thing, but it's just like, just weird. And I remember being in Alaska, I've only been in Alaska twice, and you get 23-hour days there. You only get one hour of darkness, which, you know, I mean, I guess it's good for, you know, for the vitamin D, but fuck, man. I couldn't imagine leaving a nightclub, which, which happened, well, sorry, leaving a bar and dinner at like 1 a.m., and it's daylight outside. It's fucking weird. Anyways, you know, it just brings me back to when I was a kid. And things are different now because both my kids don't really go outside and play. And this is like plan, play, you know, playing with the kids. My wife is, she was raised different. Like her parents didn't let her outside for certain things. She couldn't go to the mall by themselves. They couldn't do a lot of shit out. You know, um, both my parents worked. My dad was gone all day, all morning. My mom was working all morning, all day until early evening and um, still came back to fucking make dinner for all of us and everything and just think about how different life is. But we would play and, you know, one of the main rules was, you know, right before sunset, be home, you know what I'm saying? Like, get home right when the sun sets and like, I would love summertime because I'd just be at the park, my bicycle, whatever. We didn't have no social media, we had no phones, nothing. It was just like important for the growth process and I'd love the summers where it's like eight o'clock, you're outside, you know, it's late. Just like, just think about that shit. Just reminisces, you know, and I'm sure a lot of you people that listen to the show aren't 19 or 20, but there are, I, I do have a young audience that, you know, 
fucks with the show. But like London's golf team practices from 4 p.m. to 5.30. Couldn't even finish that shit. In fact, the two other coaches kind of had their teams go in. It just bugged me out. I don't know, man. I don't know how to fucking feel about this shit. I'm just thinking about time changes, jet lags, and all kinds of shit. I still feel like I'm fucking in Japan. I don't know in some ways. It's just been a weird fucking three weeks. But um, it's been election week. I didn't talk about who the fuck to vote for and all that other stuff. And again, I'm not trying to like, I don't want to be fake about it. And like, what I mean is I'm not, it's not fake toxic or whatever. I just don't, that ain't what I want to do. Like, I'm not here to tell you guys, you know, there is, you know, I'm sure there are changes, there's difference. And I have a, I have a different opinion, right? With the presidency, there's so much more complexity when it, I, need, I need a political, not advisor, but like, you know, I need, I need a correspondent on BTB. If, if you know a lot about politics, you really understand the House, the Senate, the way all that shit's run, hit me up and let's get you on the motherfucking show. Anyways, you know, more importantly, you know, I think about the local elections. Gascon's got to fucking go, period, right? And, you know, people are like, oh, you red? Are you blue? Like, I mean, you know, technically I was Republican since 1992. Did not fuck with George W. Bush. Did not fuck with Trump. Those are two people I just did not rock with. Didn't mind Obama, right? I'm not on that. Oh, you're just, I don't, like, it's different from a sports team. You rock with them bad and good and they change here and there, whatever, but I was never like that with politics, you know? But Gavin Newsom is fucking horrible. I mean, he survived a fucking recall. I understand we're in a blue state, but like, it's not about that per se. It's literally, if you think about it, I know so many fucking people that complain about Gavin Newsom. Democrats, you name it. What you guys don't realize are the motherfuckers who are out there not talking about it and just going out there and vote. So that's important. What I don't like is it is now Thursday and LA County officials have said there won't be an update until tomorrow. But yet I got this update yesterday and it was like, oh yeah, 152 to 140. I'm like, that was the same update we had in the morning. Fuck is going on here, right? I mean, I guess it's local, but it just sounds shady. Uh, Caruso was up by a very small amount, 12,000 votes. That shit could change. And who knows? LA County is fucking massive. You got to remember, we have, you know, we have the largest state, I'm sorry, populated state in the country, one of the largest in the world. But LA County, LA as a city is, is smaller population wise by twice the size of, compared to New York. But, you know, we're more spread out. Anyways, I'm not really for Karen Bass. And they're both Democrats going against each other. And I know it's like, all right, Crusoe's a Republican turned Democrat. Maybe that's the only way he can win. I don't give a fuck. Who is going to clean up the streets? Newsom is awful. Uh, overall, as a governor. Gascon is fucking the worst ever. And there was a fucking active shooter yesterday in Beverly Hills on Cannon. This is all kinds of shit. Do I feel safe? You know, I, I'm all right. You know, motherfucker busting the door right now. You know, you getting blasted on. I'll deal with all the fucking holes in the wall and all that shit another time. I'm not thinking about that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just thinking about, like, there needs to be some sort of, not folklore. <laughs> What's the, 
not a reputation. I'm just saying, like, people, motherfuckers going to know. Fuck around and find out. And I hope that's not the case. You know, I just hope people are smarter. And God bless that, you know, it hasn't been a situation where my children are here. I just, I always fear about that. I was like, damn, someone lose their mind. Like, you know, whether it be clout, whether people just don't realize it, people just do shit, whether it be a Karen. Fuck around and find out when my kids are with me, like by my side. Man, it's it's just not going to be a good look. So I don't know. I mean, I hope Crusoe wins. I, I think he, I just didn't want to push that on here. And I didn't want to be one to have him on the show. And that's why I didn't have him on the show. Thank God. Anyways, man, it's been an interesting uh, few days. You know, the Monday to Thursday episodes obviously a lot shorter. You know what I'm saying? Thursday to Monday, I have the whole, I have Thursday, or Friday, or Saturday, or Sunday. You know, we only got three days by the time. So it's like, you know, what's really happened since then. And um, I want to talk about a couple things just real quick before we get into the whole shit. Um, and it just be a little different as far as organization. We was talking about sports entertainment after. I'm going to, kind of try to just get into this real quick. But anyways, one of my favorite Korean actors pulled up to LA for the LACMA event. And uh, it's funny because Simulu, uh, aka Shang-Chi, Marvel superhero, the only Asian Marvel superhero, he just bought a Cuban link from me. Iced out VS Plus, it's VVS Diamonds, VS Clarity. VS Average, VVS Clarity. And... um. Jesus Christ, I said that wrong three times. Miles, don't edit that part. Let them hear that fuck up. Average quality of VVS slash VS clarity. That's the average clarity. Anyways, you know, um, I don't get invited to fancy dancing shit like that. And I, that's really not my thing anyway. I don't know. But they invite a handful of Korean people, you know, the Squid Games actors and all that shit, everything. But anyways, Jang Dong-gun from Chingu, right? Played uh, Dong-soo, right? He's the second main guy. I've watched that movie probably, I mean, I'm not, not joking. I probably watched it maybe uh, over a hundred times. He's not, maybe, I'm sorry, over a hundred times. I was going to say like a thousand, two hundred, I don't know. Over a hundred times though. And Shingu is definitely my favorite Korean movie ever, right? Old Boy is right there, really close to it. Totally different type of films. One's like, the story's different, the fucking cinematography's different. The plot is just insane for Old Boy. It's one of the illest revenge movies ever. Chingu is just about, you know, a uh, gangster lifestyle, you know, motherfucking gangs that run in Pusan and everything. But this dude has been in a lot of movies, man. And he's like the Brad Pitt of Korea, handsome dude, plays golf. And um, we got to play around a golf yesterday too. It was dope. His wife is beautiful. She's super cool. Um, so Young Ko, she's a jewelry designer. She's on fucking billboards all over. So they're both like power couple they got two kids. We got to chop it up. My Hangumal is horrible. And I realize how bad it's gotten. It's even worse and worse. It's just terrible. And I really do got to start learning how to fucking get my Korean like up to at least a teenage level. At least it could be conversational. It's really bad. It, it's almost embarrassing. It is embarrassing. Sorry. But we got to hang out and I just realized that this dude was so nice, so kind, so pleasant. His wife was so fucking cool. And, um, you know, this dude did an American movie called The Warrior's Way. I actually ended up watching it. Didn't know he was in it, whatever. But he's been in a couple, like some smash films. But one of them is Teguki. And if you're Korean, you're listening to this right now, and you haven't watched Teguki, this movie will fuck you up. By the way, my brother's middle name is Teguk. 
And anyways, Teguki, this movie is just fuck, man. It is pure hell. It makes Black Hawk Down and fucking those type of movies look like amateur hour. And they'd made this movie for like seven or eight million dollars. Fucking, I'm trying to think of like some hood movie. I'm talking like, not even fucking all about the Benjamins. I'm talking about way less budget than that. I'm talking about like lottery ticket or one of them fucking movies or I got the, it was just done for such little money that films that were made for a hundred million didn't look like this. It was just insane. Anyways, one of the beautiful things that I got to do with dude was we got to go to Sushi Ginza Onodera, right? And they got a few locations. They got three. New York is is Michelin star. Forgot where the other one is. I've been in New York one. Never been to LA one. Now there used to be Ginza Sushi Co. And um, in like 2001, 2002, they would do eight seatings a night. They were on Rodeo Drive. Were they on Beverly Drive? They're right there, you know, on you know the Beverly Hills Strip. And this is when Beverly Hills was different. Beverly Hills don't feel like that now. But I do think it was $800 to $1,200 a person for a seating back then. That's like, you know, $2,500 a person now. I don't know how much this motherfucker cost because they wouldn't let me get the bill, thank God. But it was fucking the best sushi I've ever had. I'm not a huge fan of omakase, but when I'm in Japan, I'm a little bit more open-minded about certain things. You know, I, I have my favorites. I love I love Toro. I love Unagi. I love Unago. I love Uni. Um, I love Maguro. I love a lot of tuna-based stuff. I love albacore. There's certain things I just don't fuck with, but this place, I ate everything. It was fucking phenomenal. You know, and there's also, I've talked about it before, but there's a Korean barbecue place that is super high-end. It's not Kote, right, in New York, which is actually the only Michelin star-rated um, Korean barbecue, but it's called AB Steakhouse, and it's on the bottom floor of my mall where my store is, IF & Co. And it's just fucking, it's incredible. But this shit right here fucked me up. And I was able to manage to have a conversation with dude. He was pleasant as fuck. We had, uh, we played golf. He didn't have his own club, so he felt kind of uncomfortable. His wife is actually really good. She hits in the high 70s, and he ended up shooting like in the mid to high 90s. I think he was pretty embarrassed. But he had, you know, he's chilling, had a good time. And we'll talk more about golf later, but just wanted to shout dude out, man. You know what I mean? Like, because he was just really, really humble. It'd be really tough for me to just go meet somebody. But then again, he doesn't really know, you know what I'm saying, if I'm popular or not. I'm the one who wanted to meet him. And to tell you the truth, I really want to get out of the house and get dinner, you know what I'm saying? Especially if Nicolette's like got all three kids and they just been on one for the last like month or so. So she was cool, let me out, had dinner, played golf today. When I came back, she was a little irritated, I can tell. Um, but yeah, Chingu, unfucking believable. Classic all time, fucking top three gangster movie. Number one gangster movie for fucking Korean films. There's so many good ones. But um, Chingu Part Two, I still love just because the legacy of the film. But you know, it's, it's a totally different thing. Um, you know what's crazy is, I feel like we need to have Jordan Winter on the show a little more more often. I just, just randomly want to put that out there. And he's always like, well, you never invite me. And Jordan's such a nice guy, but there's just so much random shit that I want to talk about. And you know, he's been on here and there. I'm talking about, but he's just, Jordan is so fucking, Jordan's like one of the best people in the world. 
And I don't say that because he produces the show. I'm just saying he's just fucking incredible. He's just so fucking good. You know what I mean? He's just, he's just literally so fucking good. Anyways, the super followers went up a little bit. You know, I'm starting to do more activity there. I just feel like it's just with Twitter going to shit. And I'm, I'm going to get into that after the break. I really want to save that part. Super followers on Twitter really is something where I engage and enact, you know, interact with my followers and, and, and people who are really strong. And I would, I think that like at least 90% of the fucking super followers all listen to the podcast and it's pretty cool. So I gave away some Master Dynamic luxury gaming headset, um, Ben Ball Edition headsets. And um, I cleared out a ton of shit, maybe four or $5,000 worth of random shit, just a bunch of it, right? Then I had another side clear out. It was like maybe, I don't know, a few hundred dollars, but it was just a random bunch of clothes. I didn't want them going together. It was like stuff that was like, eh, I don't know, man. Should I throw it away? Should I go to, so it went more of a, to a charitable cause to one of my um, mom's friends. And then this random suit follower hit me up and I was just like, you know, I just went to his page. I started looking at people's pages. He signed something. Um, he uh, showed me his ID. He knew somebody that I knew too. Not that they know that I know that he super followed me, whatever, but he's loyal B2B army the whole nine. And I was just so happy to bless him, man. He's a cool ass kid, man. Just a great kid. He had a great head on his shoulders. Asked me some advice about business and I just love doing this for people like that. I just think it's a great thing because that shit could just go to waste and whatever. And I don't care if he sells off some of the stuff, but like some of the things are really cool. Like I gave him Master Dynamic in-ear pods and those are like, you know, a few hundred dollars and like they're really good quality. There were some toys. There was fucking Cuban, well, no, there was not Cuban cigars, very high-end cigars, so much random shit, candles, Happy Dad, Seltzer, fucking Captain Morgan, just extra fucking bottles I didn't need and just random shoes, Crocs, all kinds of shit. But I'm just glad I could do that. So if you do have a Twitter account, um, jump on there. I do have randomly, I have this thing called Spaces, which is like Clubhouse. And I chat, we do a question and answer session. We talk about whatever's going on in the world. And uh, before we do break, don't forget my Master Dynamic Gaming headsets drop next Tuesday on the 15th, $450. I am going to do a 10 set pre-sale to the super followers. And I'm going to give away one more set Shout out to a uh, dude who won those. Um, he answered the question correctly. And the question to win it was, name all the mascots of my high school alma mater, right? Now, I didn't want to say how many high schools I went to. Everyone who listens to this show, listen to the beginning, they know I went to three high schools. I went to Beverly Hills, I went to Fairfax, and I went to Albany High. And some people were like saying, oh, Cougar, uh, Norman, and Lions. Why would you say lions and not say cougars and not say Normans, right? Just want specificity. So, you know, dude came back, was like Beverly Hills Normans, Fairfax Lions, Albany High Cougars, and it just made sense and he won. So anyways, let's take a break real quick and we'll come back and I got to talk about being canceled. I got to talk about some other shit. I got to talk about golf. And I got to talk about this new bullshit ass Twitter situation. All right, yo, Miles, hit me off some Lakey Lake. BTB Army, you've heard me talk about Captain Picks, and with the holidays coming up, it's time to get in the game to win some extra money. Right here, right now, I'm going to give you all promo code for a free day pass from the captains. But here's the thing, we're looking for wannabe whales, not irresponsible types who want to wager their last nickel. 
These are for those who want to turn sports into an investment. So don't join if you're struggling to pay your car note, because we bet big, but with bankroll management, with discipline, with strategy. NBA, NFL, college sports, NHL, UFC, soccer, and more. We are in it to win it. Guys, we want to give you a free day pass with promo code DBHollywood. Okay, go to captainpicks.com, one time daily, free on us promo code DBHollywood. Captainpicks.com, one time daily promo code DBHollywood. I'll see you guys in the winner circle. You know sports and you pick winners all the time. So why not get paid for them at MyBookie? MyBookie has the biggest online selection of odds and contests for all your sports betting needs, anytime, anywhere. Bet on NFL, NCAA, or swing for the fences with the brand new money bag. The MyBookie money bag is a -a one-of-a-kind opportunity to spin for crazy odds on props and futures. Just place your bet, spin the wheel, and get ready for some epic odds on the best teams, athletes, and events. Sign up for free, use promo code BENBALLER, and claim a deposit match of any amount up to $1,000. Again, that's promo code BENBALLER to claim your deposit and give yourself the competitive edge. It's not just sportsbook, it's a community. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Yo, yo, what up, man? We are back, and I want to talk about someone who's getting canceled right now. You know what? Sidebar, fuck, man. You know what? Kyrie Irving is just getting, he's getting hammered, and I don't, you know, people are like, oh, I don't think he's going to come back to the NBA, blah, blah, whatever. Who fucking knows, right? It's different. I've already talked about it, but it's like, now they just want to apologize. They want to do a certain things, and it's just like, to me, it is bullying, man. It's a damn shame, even though he's an idiot. But this next person I'm talking about is a rapper from South Carolina or North Carolina, some shit. He's North Carolina as the baby. And I really try my hardest not to talk about dude. I've never really been a big fan of dude. Never been a fan of his music. You know, he he got away with the murder charge. He's done other things. And he, he's just, I think even if he was beaten as a kid, like I was or whatever, and just went through hardships and saw people die and certain things. At a certain point, you you click out of it. You know what I'm saying? Someone slapped me and was like, all right, well, look, you're having a son and time to change here and there. And, you know, there's a massive change. When you go from a 1,000% piece of shit to, you know, 100%, that's a big change. Then when you go from 100% to a 10%, that's a massive change if you look at it, you know. And again, he's, he's somewhat young. He's not too young. But just the hijinks and bullshit he's done over the years. And finally... He had some comments about gay people. He had some comments about female rappers and other shit. And it's just finally got him canceled. I'm going to get into specifics. But like, he fake embraces the fact that people don't fuck with him anymore. And you can tell like, he didn't really want to apologize and certain shit. You could tell when someone's honest about something. And it's not necessarily being humble. Like I joke about it, right? When people say like, oh, this, this, and this. It is a moniker. I haven't been necessarily humble all my life, you know, this, besides with golf and my family. But I'm not going to go and attack 
an entire race or an entire creed or a sex, gender, something. It's just weird, man. And his ticket sales have been super low lately. His album sales have been bad. I mean, I can't believe he got as big as he did. I never believed the hype, never jumped on it. And recently, he's selling tickets to a 1,300-person arena where it's buy one, get one. And people are going at him. You know, I mean, he just he deserves all the smoke he's getting because he was putting out times 10. And the way he treats um, his most recent baby mama and just the way that he was just, you know, handling shit. And it's like, dog, that ain't it, bro. Like, you don't want to lay low? Like, no, nah, fuck that. You know, just that whole attitude. It's like, he's starting to suffer from it. I don't think he gets it. And like, even if he's getting a little money here from shows and stuff, he's still trying to show himself on private. And he made a video. He always makes videos when the internet goes crazy, clowning him. He's like, oh man, I fell off. How am I going to do this? And post a picture on a private jet, eating filet mignon or something, or eating steak, lobster, or whatever it is. That ain't smart, bro. Sorry, dog, it ain't. Now, I don't want to count your pockets, but if you had 40 M's, which I, I highly doubt you did or you do, that money's gone in a few years, the way you're you disposing of it, right? And I know it ain't even anywhere near that number because I, I, I know, you know what I'm saying, I, I, you, I have so many friends of mine who manage artists, who do shit, who do bookings, who do shows, all that shit. My boy owns a fucking festival. Two of my boys own a festival. Three of my boys are some of the biggest agents in, in music, period, from Chainsmokers to Travis Scott to all kinds of shit, every type of music. You know, I was in a business. I know what motherfuckers make. He posted a video in front of like six cars, like Maybach, Rolls, Lamborghini, like, yo, man, fell off so bad, man. Shit, I'm going to be falling off. Guys, let's bookmark this situation particularly with the baby. And let's revisit this in three years, right? I'd say five for, you You know, other people who really hit like a big thing. And he did a song with Dua Lipa or whatever, and she took it off. But like, I'm just going to be, he's going to be forgotten. And I don't even think he's, it's not like a one hit. I don't know. Like, I just don't see people come back and be like, oh, remember that song? No, dog. No. Okay. No hater shit. Just being real. And if it don't humble him, I, I'm telling you guys, I've seen this happen before with actors, all types of shit. I know the world moves fast and things are different and people forget people faster, but I've seen people who've done more notable work in their artistry. And this shit right here is just, it's just not it, man. This is where it becomes, it gets real fucking spooky. Like for real, it's going to get real spooky for dude. And I just, you're going to start seeing them shits disappear. And I just think three years is still pretty fast. Could happen even sooner, but you're just seeing this shit happen right in front of your eyes. He ain't Kanye. He ain't Kyrie. He's not getting 25, 30 million a year. It's not Kanye getting fuck, you know, making a hundred million in a season, whatever. It's different type of shit. So just stupid, man. Before I get into this fucking Twitter fucking disaster, I haven't followed crypto too hard. I turn all the notifications off on all the all my fucking my wallets and everything. But thank God, I never fuck with FTX, and I don't know much about the dude who founded FTX, but it just seemed weird, and I never bought into it. And like, because he has ties to Joe Biden, he has ties to Tom Brady allegedly or whatever. Hearing little stories here and there, and the whole fucking thing fell apart. And apparently, this dude owes eight billion dollars in, you know, 
funding, I don't know what the fuck. And he owns like personal people, like upwards to over half a billion dollars in cash and just people can't take their money out of FTX, they're in exchange. And then Binance was supposed to buy them. I thought it was gonna happen. Be like, yo, this is a gangster move here and there. And then yesterday morning, Binance announced that they aren't they backed out because the numbers were fucked up, everything was screwed up. They're like, we ain't buying this shit, we ain't merging. So in the midst of all of that, crypto has sunk to shit. Now, it's not where it was, you know what I'm saying, three years ago, four years ago, but it just, it's fucked up. Ethereum is bad. Bitcoin is bad. Crypto has sunk, and it's just fucked up. It's just a fucking nightmare, man. I don't have looked at NFTs or nothing. It's just, for what, do you know? But the thing is this, am I gonna sell? No, for what? Why would I? You know, I'm in a different position than a lot of you are. I'm still technically up from way, way back. So I'm gonna get mad, like, fuck it, you know? Body Ethereum when it was like fucking 700 something, right? I guess, I forgot. Bitcoin, I already knew. I was way, 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 way up. But who knows, man? I don't know where the bottom is. Because, you know, that was like $4,900 a coin, for Bitcoin. That motherfucker's down low. It might be, I mean, I don't know if I want to buy anymore. But the moral of the story of this bit is, man, damn pun intended bit. I'm basically in all this shit for the long run. Do you know? Because in five fucking six years, I have no idea what the fuck's going to happen. Bitcoin could be fucking 100K. I have no idea. And if it is, guess what? Motherfuckers is eating. And that money is going into real estate. That goes into the fucking beach house. Okay? All right. Let's get into this fucking disaster that's going on with Twitter. I had said already on a previous episode that I don't think Elon is set or fit for running a social media app thinks that's power for the people and all this other bullshit. And his latest fucking disaster with the Twitter blue is supposed to be $20. It used to be four. Then it was supposed to be 20 now for anyone could get a verification badge and blah, blah, whatever. Then he's like, I'm gonna hold off on it. He wanted to wait till the elections were over. He didn't want to have all that shit going on. And it's like, what are you gonna do when the shit goes on, you know, for the presidency and all that other shit? You know, stop the fucking fake, you know, the bot blue checks. It's just, dude, it's, it, there's so many changes that happened yesterday. It was crazy. So he launched it. People are getting their verified checks. And you see like you were buying a verified check. And then for a while in the morning, my account said official. Meaning like my verified account is official, is verified for being a public figure, whatever the fuck it is. And then people who bought their, spent their $8 and bought a verified check. Now their accounts said this account is verified via supporting Twitter Blue and that basically saying that you bought your verified check with the subscription, right? $8 a month. Crazy part is a couple verified accounts went and paid $8 and then they lost their official badge and went to the Fugazi badge that said they bought this. And it's just like, what the fuck is going on? People weren't able to edit correctly, but they didn't understand you could edit within like 60 seconds. It's like a fucking bullshit. It's just not really, it's not as good. But where it becomes very valuable is if you don't have a verified account or a blue account, then basically what happens is your algorithm just gets sunk. Forget the real blue fucking checks. They want the Twitter blue checks to get better algorithm, top of the replies, all that shit. That's fucking trash, okay? But like I said, there was a barrage of tweets. I'm gonna get into all of them. The one that stood out is some dude who had 40,000, 25,000, 80,000 followers. I don't know what the fuck it was, but he had a decent amount of followers. 
changed his profile picture to LeBron, bought the fake check for $8, and tweeted out, hey man, LeBron James is getting traded. He requested to be traded. And it got so bad that LeBron's agent and LeBron had to get involved. Like LeBron has to go get involved and tell his 160 million followers, like, yo, this is cap. And some people don't know what the fuck's going on. So we make that shit up. And people were doing that shit all over the place. They were saying this and, oh, this person's dating this person. And it's exactly what I was trying to tell you motherfuckers from before. That shit ain't it. And there's the rumor of him trying to change it to an all-subscription-based platform to where it's like $1.99 or 99 cents. And everyone go, and guess what? That's how you lose literally 85% of Twitter. And I love the app. It don't need to change, right? And even though they have a chronological timeline, most people are trying to just do it the fake fucking forced algorithm. So you see the hot tweets and it's just like, nah, dog, I don't want to see, I want to see this shit in real time. Why the fuck would I want to see a tweet when someone's like, yo, who's up? Who wants to come over? Who's this? Oh, it's my birthday. Boom. And see the tweet eight hours later and wish them a happy birthday eight hours later. Like, or, or, you know, like that's just fucking dumb. I don't know, man. You know, it went from my favorite fucking social media app to where like, I'm like, damn, the fuck? But I want to talk about it and I don't want to talk about it on Twitter, which is funny. I want to talk about it on Instagram because my IG Live is back. I've been having fun on there. And Saturday night, maybe around 8 p.m., maybe around 7 p.m., I don't know yet. I'll figure it out. But I want to do an Instagram Live um, 7, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and talk about Twitter Blue. And talk about that whole situation. It's just fucking bullshit. All right, man. On to some sports shit. Justin, man. Golf and more golf is all I'm focused about for the rest of the fucking year. Early next year, we got the Wash Lord tournament. We have something that me and Popeye have been talking about for another Wash Lord thing. That sounds fucking incredible. I've just been thinking about golf. And that's it. Work on my footwork. Work with Ron on swing change things. Um, but mostly footwork. Mostly not casting. And I think people don't understand that. If you listen to Bryson DeChambeau, right, one of the longest, he's, I'm sorry, the longest PGA Pro Tour driver on the, on well, in pro sports, he's, he's in the live tour now, but he talks about it on a podcast. You could just Google, or you could just go to Apple Podcasts and just check Bryson DeChambeau, and you'll see when he talks to this doctor and this talks about the science of hitting a ball. And people really don't get it. People who hit a ball, they think differently about anything. They have no idea. You could be small, big. Footwork is huge. Turning your body is where all the torque comes from. That's where the real power comes from. And if you see somebody look like they're swinging really hard and it's going far, you're not looking hard enough. They're turning their body a lot faster than you think. My coach is fucking in his late 50s. And that motherfucker hits the ball almost 300 yards carry. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because I've been working on that more so. And you develop a lot of club head speed faster you turn your body. If your placement and everything is good, it's not your arms. You swing too hard and you're going to fucking hit the ball, shank it, fuck it up. It ain't, ain't going to go faster. That's for damn sure. You can maybe help it a little bit. If your timing is right and you hit the sweet spot, okay. But trust me, I've tried to fast track my game as fast as I fucking could and it can't get any faster than I'm at. I am an officially a 10 index. Okay. I am fucking so close from becoming a single handicap in technically less than a year playing rounds 
because I started swinging a club, you know, a year ago. In six more days, it'll be a year ago. No, I'm sorry, shit, not my bad. No, it'll be next Thursday will be one year, one year anniversary of playing golf, swinging a club. I didn't start playing rounds until May. So six months playing rounds, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, shit is fucking crazy. You know how far I've come. But, you know, as I play more, you realize you're gonna have some bad games, you're gonna have bad rounds. My boy is fucking four or five handicap. He just shot an 85 and an 84 the other day. And our last week and the week before, and it's just like, you know, the more you get out there, the better it is, right? You're not gonna get any better if you don't practice. And the crazy thing is you gotta go to a range. Be like, oh, you shot hitting on mats. No, motherfucker, that's a great repetitious fucking, you know, movement that you need to have. The only problem is the mats ain't the biggest problem. The problem is you'll never have a flat cement ground with a mat anywhere on any fairway. You're just not. It'll be soft. You're gonna have different lies. It's just gonna be totally different. So, you know, you have to take that in consideration. But the thing is, you can't get any better if you don't go practice. And the fucked up part about it is you're not gonna get any better if you don't go to the golf course and get on the course and start to realize and be in different situations and figure out how to do shit. And, you know, you might have, a you know, your setup, the sequence of, of how you hit a ball. If you're on an uphill lie, you know, you're in a tight space where you get a full swing, you have to start fucking doing course management and figuring things out and touch and feel. And that's what it comes down to. And yesterday I played around with three pros and obviously, you know, Korean celebrities and everyone there pretty much is really good except the um, Jang Dong-gun. Um, he's probably like, uh, you know, he's, he's probably like right around probably a 10, 12 handicap. And he's been playing way longer than me. And you know, in Korea, they've practiced like having beautiful swings. And, um, you know, I saw one of the, a couple of the members from BTS and their swings are gorgeous. And it's, it's crazy. The, the swings are literally gorgeous. They're really, really beautiful swings. Guess what? The motherfucker's hitting 110s. 110, 120. And it's like, that's where people don't get it. You could have a fucking beautiful swing. It's cool. You don't know how to score. You don't know how to fucking shoot it. Get the ball in the hole. Like, what the fuck's the point? I'm trying to do both at the same time. And in a short amount of time, the people don't get it. And it just really fucks their head up. And I just wonder, like, I see people play. And I'm like, oh, damn, dude looks good here and there. And I see the motherfucker can't score for shit. I'm like, fuck you playing for then? To look good? What kind of weirdo shit is that? You know? Shot at 83 yesterday. My boy Chris Spencer's been playing golf for 20-something years. He's really good. I think his best score is probably a 74, and I think he hits high 70s. He shot at 85 yesterday. And it was fucking 47 degrees when I got on the course. It was cold. When, you, when it's cold, I said this before when I was talking about San Francisco, you got to go up a club or two clubs because a cold ball don't go as far. And my man is a good golfer. And, you know, I still felt like I didn't play that great. Definitely had some good shots. Things are changing up a little bit. Ball contact is cool. Just things just felt, it didn't feel like it used to. And I just think I'm not on the course enough. So I'm trying to play fucking two, three rounds a week, go to the range and get all my shit going. Cause it's just, I don't know what the fuck it is, but I felt really good the other day before I hit the course, but I still was able to squeeze out of 83, you know what I mean? And putt 31 times, which is still PGA average. And, 
you know, there's things that, are, that, are, that I'm lacking right now. And my, my chip game is fucked up. My driver's not working that good. But I had couple decent driver shots and then I had one fucking pure is probably my best drive on an actual golf course during a round of golf and that motherfucker went 270 yards 275 yards carry hole 13 at Angeles par 5 and went over the bunker the bunker's right around 250 260 cleared that went down probably rolled another 15 yards it was fucking amazing it was crazy because I was playing this pro Sam Yee's ex-touring pro and my ball went five yards further than his. It was pretty fucking almost embarrassing for him to see that. And, and the thing is, it'll get there, and I know it will. The driver is probably the easiest fucking part to figure out. Especially with the clubs today. You can fucking hit that shit. Swing that shit slow as fuck. Just make sure you hit the fucking the sweet spot. And make sure you're not hitting down on it. You're hitting up on it. Ball's going to go 200 fucking yards. Okay? So just understand that. Three months ago, I would fucking... I would have slapped somebody. I was going to say something really foul, and I just try not to say that, but I would have lost my mind for an 83, especially at Angeles. And I'm just like, nah, dog, I want that 79, I want that 78, I want that 77. It's going to take some more time, man. We'll see what happens. Lakers. Fucking trash. I can't believe this is an actual Laker team, but that's actually out here. You know, I don't blame LeBron, but I blame LeBron. Dog, I don't know what the fuck's going on with this team. Smush Parker era Lakers were better than this team. I'm just the fucking Clippers, man. And the Clippers ain't going to do shit anyway in the postseason. They're cursed. But we fucking suck, man. We need to do some major. I just don't know what the fuck is going on. Weird as shit. Got to hit a game and just really just be angry in person. I just, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Um, my Seahawks are on the, I'm sorry, my bad. No, they're in Germany. Shit. They left yesterday. Left yesterday. Probably just landing today in fucking Germany. Playing against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Game Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Uh, Pacific time. Tom Brady had that fucking dog in him. Came back. I don't. I think Tom's gonna be real surprised. Yeah, you're the goat and whatever, but I think Gino's gonna have to let him know. Like this is crazy. They did the midterm nominations awards, whatever. Boom, and they're just like the NFL was like, "Yo, Gino Smith, comeback player of the year." Kenneth Walker, offensive rookie of the year. It's crazy right now. We got a squad out here. We got some dogs. Germany may fuck people up a little bit, but I think we coming out there with the W. Gino just so fucking composed. It's fucking crazy right now. They're talking about Geno's probably looking at a $25 million contract somewhere else, upwards of 30 M's. I'm like, are you fucking serious? This is insane right now. And another thing that I brought up too is, is like, if we still had Russell Wilson, would we be this good? Absolutely fucking not. That let Russ cook shit was not cracking and I, I didn't like Pete, but now I'm like, look, Pete was right. And we follow on Pete's shit and it's, he was fucking right. Defense is kind of figuring shit out, you know what I mean, and whatever, but yo, I can't believe this shit. Look, the next big fucking game is that Thursday night football game versus the Niners. I'll be there for the Raiders game. I'll motherfucking be there for the Raiders game. But that shit just fucked me up when I just think about, you know, um, man, 
we really have a fucking shot. Like we're going to the postseason, you know, and um, we still have a really fucking hard schedule. Like we play the motherfucking Jets, right? You know what I'm saying? Like we, we ain't got no fucking easy games. Um, I'll be at the Seahawks Rams game at SoFi, and um, like shit, man. Think Panthers will fuck them up. But we literally played the two toughest teams in the fucking NFL coming up. And we got the Jets and we got the fucking Chiefs. I'm like, God damn. Christmas Eve, we got the fucking Chiefs. Jesus Christ. I'll be in the Bay for that. But anyways, guys, that's it for today's episode. Um, I do appreciate everybody who listens to the show. I'm really starting to realize that we have such a strong, nice community that we're still charting. You know, every episode, we get it in. And... Um, I just, I just, I'm just very grateful. We got um, a guest coming up, True Classic. Again, Amelia Hartford, Eastside Golf. Fuck, who else? My man, Chris Ball from Ball Farms. We got some people coming up, and I just haven't had time to sit down and get this going, but we are going to get it cracking. So listen, have a great weekend. Make it a great weekend. Take care of your kids, guys. Okay? Your kids did not ask to be here take care of your children i love you guys man i cannot wait just to fucking play more golf that's it y'all all right that's lakey lake in the background you know the deal miles take us out of here